Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Hello everyone and welcome to Ammo and Danny, Irish Anfield Road. Right guys, due to feedback, we're going to mix the pod up a little, aren't we Danny? Yeah. Um, so what we're going to do, is from that one, we're going to re- um, release two different pods um, every couple of weeks. Um, one, reviewing games and giving analysis of games and one preview games coming up. Okay, so the one in line with this part is going to be the Atletico Madrid game that we've played, yep. and the Atletico Madrid coming up. And we're all going to do a separate part every other week with two debates or two discussions. Yeah, so do you think that'll be a good idea, Danny? I think so, yeah. Like, for people listening who are neutrals, I think that's part of the feedback, isn't it? Is that there are people listening that aren't Liverpool fans. Yes. And we want to be able to do something for Liverpool fans. We want to be able to do something for people in Northern Ireland, Ireland, give them a voice. Uh, but at the same time, we want to be able to open it out for listeners who are part of other teams yeah. and, and offer that debate and discussion that isn't just Liverpool. Biased. The debates aren't always cut out just to Liverpool or anything like that. But exactly, we'll always yeah. have that little separate pod where we'll be discussing games and what's happened and what's about to happen. Yeah. And of course, when we win the league, we'll do a special on that. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> but today's two discussions are, the first discussion is the Arsenal Invincibles and this Liverpool team. Okay, Who are the best, why, and what, what records can we break compared to what records they broke? And secondly, we're going to discuss that when, or should I say if and when we win the league, if we win it early, will it be disrespectful to the Premier League as a competition if we play you know, youngsters and a second-string team? So we'll discuss those two things today. But first of all, we're going to discuss what we've been up to this week, So or last couple of weeks, sorry. What have you been up to, Danny? Uh, as many people know, it's been half term. So yeah. I have I had the kids and I've been doing a mixture of working and taking them out and doing stuff. It's also been my wife, my wife's birthday in the middle of it all as well. Happy so, birthday, Faith. I know. So, um, so yeah, so she's living the dream, getting a, getting a presents and getting cakes and all sorts of different things like that. Uh, so, yeah, just been busy with all of that sort of stuff, which has been nice. And then... Um, just been working so yeah, yeah busy half time half time is a busy time <laughs> so it's been, but it's been good it's been good what about you um, same um, I was on a course in England at work which kept me away so 
that's probably the reason for our delayed podcast this time round. And um, we can't do it with one of us, we have to have both of us involved. Exactly, you know? yeah. We're both equals in this. Um, and yeah, so I've been doing that, so I've been away. Um, also, we had the you know the winter break as well, didn't we? Yeah. So I've been missing the football like mad. No, <laughs> to be honest with you, it was a boring couple of weeks without the prem. And I did. I thought, you know what? Like it's been coming thick and fast. I thought oh, it'd be nice to have a couple of weeks off and just like get into other stuff. And but you know what? It was boring. <laughs> like, I was, I was looking at my phone and checking out Sky Sports and stuff on the Saturday, and going, ah, oh, yeah, there's no game. Well, with the greatest respect, one like Sheffield United versus Brighton, it's the Super Sunday or yes. Football, come on now, there's no disrespect, <laughs> but it's not really getting your mouth watered, is it, you know? But anyway, enough about us. So the first topic this week is, is comparing Arsenal's Invincibles to Liverpool's what could be Invincibles this season. Okay, Danny, so our, as I say, our first discussion is Arsenal's Invincibles versus Liverpool's could be Invincibles this season. Yeah. The team that Arsenal had, you know, this is the kind of... The generic 11 that they played was Jens Lehmann and goal, Sol Campbell, Colo Torre, there's a blast from the past, yeah. Lauren, right back, Ashley Cole, in centre, they played 4 4 2, just to let you all know by the way, with Vieira and Gilberto in centre midfield, Freddie Lundberg, yeah. Robert Perez, and then Tyrion Re up front with Dennis Bergkamp behind. Now, our general team, arguably, would be, you know, Alisson and goal, yeah. Arnold. I'm going to say just because I think he's our favourite one Gomez yeah. with Van Dijk Robinson left back yeah. our midfield three seems to be more often than not Henderson Fabinho and Wijnaldum yeah. and then the front three you know right, Salah yeah. yeah. don't need to discuss that <laughs> so Danny they went a whole season unbeaten yeah. um, they went 12 games drawn yeah. and they won the rest um, Liverpool so far have done Every game un- unbeaten, um, won every game except for United. Yeah. Discuss. So first of all, are, are Liverpool a better team than Arsenal Liverpool? Yes or no? I see. I, I just don't think it's as easy as yes or no. And I know that I'm going to get abuse for sitting on the fence again. But I think it depends on how you look at it. If you're looking at it stats-wise, then yes, you're going. Well, Arsenal drew twelve games. Liverpool have already got more points than what Arsenal accumulated that season so surely Liverpool are better than Arsenal on that but generally you look at that Arsenal team do you think that Liverpool could beat that Arsenal team in its prime and for me I'm not, like I'm not sure like that Arsenal team was magic to watch they were so good they had so much pace in each position they had a really strong solid midfield the reality is, is that they're very similar to what Liverpool are now well they went 49 games unbeaten so that's you got beat by United in the 50th game didn't they was it United away at Old Trafford yeah. was it not Everton was it? Rooney scored a goal and everyone's like remember the name Wayne Rooney Oh, we'll have to get the stats up. I have, to, get, get, have to do a bit of research on this. Get, get back, from what I'm reading, it was 49 games unbeaten um, between May 2003 and October 2004, and they um, beat Nottingham for his previous record of 42 games unbeaten. Um, my opinion on that, I mean, I'm going to be honest. I think that Arsenal team back in the day, and this is going to sound controversial, I think they just edged it, in my, okay. in my opinion. Um, the reason I think they just edged it is they had a lot more about the team I think our team is more about the front three and about working hard I'm not trying to say that we're not a good team or mm. we're not a great team or we're not, it's not very close 
I just embed a bit more about him, like Vieira in mid- midfield with, you know, Gilberto and Perez. What a player Perez was. He was great. And Perez, Lundberg and... So hot. I was sitting there, I'm backtracking, I'm thinking about our team, I'm thinking we're European champions and we nearly won the league last season. And I mean, yeah, did, did we find out who? Yeah. And did it? Do you know what? It was it was similar. It, it was Wayne Rooney, but it was Wayne Rooney for Manchester United at all. Oh, Tavern. right. So we were both right and we were both wrong. Yeah. Rooney scored a, a controversial penalty um, to win the game 2 0. And uh, United beat their run. So it was interesting, but yeah, like in any essence, I think 49 games unbeaten is unreal. Like in the Premier League, because I think even if you look at the Premier League era as a whole, uh, the, the Premier League has always been strong. Before we had the situation that we're in now, the Premier League was always quite evenly matched. You, you look at the fact that like Blackburn won the league at one point, yeah. um, you had Arsenal won the league, you had Man United win the league, you had Chelsea win the league, you had a mixture of teams winning the league, so it was quite evenly spread. So to go 49 games unbeaten is unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. You could argue as well that maybe we're having this debate premature, maybe wait for Liverpool to become unbeaten in the season and then have the discussion. Yeah. Um, we have at this present moment in time gone 37 games unbeaten. Alright? So we're actually only one game short of doing the whole season, but it wouldn't be in the season. Yeah, it would be. So if we undefeated at the end of the season, we've got, what, 12 games left of them, right? Yeah. That means that we're going to actually surpass Arsenal's, you know, record of 49. Yes. Um, if we beat West Ham, then that's 19 games in a row that we've won, mm. which is some... You know, that's unbelievable in itself. It's crazy, isn't it? We are European champions. I just... I, I'm, I'm doing the Danny Roberts, I can't decide. <laughs> My head's saying Arsenal because I've done it and we haven't yet. Yeah. All right. Um, but I do, I, I take your point that the, the league was more evenly matched then. Yeah. This, you know, this time around City, that, that, that unbelievable at the moment, you know. Um, but apart from, I think the teams below City are still better than the team where below the top four. And it's such a hard debate to have, isn't it? I think one of the things that is difficult about it is the fact that Liverpool are so good this season and they're kind of just blowing teams away. And there's this whole debate about the fact that the, the Premier League is rubbish this season and stuff like this. But the, the reality is that Liverpool are playing so well within that. Is that Manchester City haven't dropped six or seven players from last season they've still got the same squad if not stronger than what it was last season Liverpool are just blowing teams out of the water week by week the yeah. difference is that Arsenal had an established team they had won the league already. they were all the same they age won the FA Cup yeah. they, they were an established dominant force at that particular time so you, you think to yourself as you said Liverpool yes were, were solid last season and won the European Championships uh, I've won the Club World Cup since then and yeah. things like that Arsenal were a solid team that have been consistently performing for a few years at that point. Well, I'll tell you what, let's throw a span on the pipe here. And I've done this, you know, normally me and Danny discuss things just before the pod, um, but I'm going to throw this on them last minute <laughs> and, and put them on the spot here. Let's name our combined 11 yeah. between the Arsenal Invincibles mm-hmm. and the Liverpool will be or could be Invincibles of this season now. Um, let's do it where we both have to agree on each player. Okay. Um, starting from left to right, so obviously um, goalkeeper. Okay, so Jens Lehmann or Alison Becker? Um, let's discuss. For me, it's Alison out of the two. I think Jens Lehmann was decent. He was okay. I think most Arsenal fans, I think, would turn around and say that 
he wasn't as good as David Seaman, so I think he was he was sort of the weakest point of that. If it was David Seaman, you could make an argument, but if yeah. he was just kind of coming to an end or just ended at that stage, yeah. Um, plus, Jens Lehmann's German, so we can't have him in. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think we both agree on Alison Beck on that one. Yeah. Okay, so right back, Lauren or Trent Alexander Arnold? For me, I'm putting in Trent because Trent just has a more rounded game. Lauren was great, he was really fast down the right hand side, he was a great defending right back. Um, but you needed that little bit more. And I think it, it showed that, Alison Wenger even showed that, and the fact that he then, in latter seasons, brought in Ashley Cole at left-back and things like that. He, he knew that they needed a more attacking full-back, uh, and Lauren wasn't that for me. Alexander-Arnold can defend, he can do well, he's got pace, but he also gives you that attacking threat as well. So for me, I'm, I'm picking... Fair enough, so we'll just we'll skip one to the back. Obviously, Van Dijk, that, no, yeah, you, can't, you, can't, you can't not have Van Dijk. So we've got a choice out of Sol Campbell, Colo Torre. Maybe and Gomez. Um, for me, I'm gonna say Sol Campbell. Yeah, that's think, it. Think oh, I'd have been picking Sol Campbell all day. Yeah. Sol Campbell was a quality centre back. Yeah, um, really, really solid in that position. Not beat him in the air. He was absolutely solid. So yeah, for me, Van Dijk and Sol Campbell, like in their prime, that is an unstoppable centre. Yeah, we're gonna play against him. To be honest, <laughs> yeah, to be, definitely not. Um, at left back, um, Ashley Cole or. Andrew Robinson. Um, this is a tough one, isn't it? I, I would go Ashley Cole. So would I. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we Ashley. love Andrew Robinson, but for what Cole done over his career at Arsenal, Chelsea, England. Yeah. I think Cole kind of marred his own name, didn't he? And the fact that he sort of started getting called Cashley Cole um, because obviously he thought he was just going everywhere for money and stuff like that. But generally, at his time, Ashley Cole was the best left back in the world. Nobody could beat him. We always remember that game where he had Ronaldo in his back pocket yes. playing against him. Like Ashley Cole was quality as a left back. Yeah, uh, really fast, give a really good attacking option, scored plenty of goals as well. Um, but defensively was was really solid and really good on the ball right. as well. Okay, so so what we've got Alison Beckham goal. We've got a back four of Trent Alexander Arnold, Virgil Van Dijk, Sol Campbell, and Ashley Cole. Yeah, coming into midfield now. This is where we need to discuss. Are we going to play four four two, or are we going to play? F- Four three three. Um, don't know. What do you think? I'd, I'd be going four three three. I think there's too many attacking options in both teams for you to not put as many up there. Do you know what? I'm going to take your point and go with that. Yeah. Okay. So centre midfield. So how we've got in Arsenal midfield. We had Vieira and Gilberto, and obviously we've got Henderson, Wijnaldum, and Fabinho to pick from. So if we go three in midfield, and we're going to go three centre midfielders, will we? Yeah. Okay. I think. For me, Henderson has to be in there. Do you agree or not agree? Or? I don't agree. Oh, <laughs> of course I don't. <laughs> He's going to be the, 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 the trophy winning captain. Oh, I think... Oh, tell, tell me your three and I'll tell you my three and we'll try and... If we're going centre midfielders, you can't not put Vieira in. I agree. Vieira was a monster. Ah, yeah. So I, for me, I would be going Vieira, Fabino, Gilberto. Really? Yeah, three of them. Like okay. Gilberto was a machine. He, he ran all day. He was like, really good flair, really good on the ball. He play, he constantly was picking those really really good cutting passes. And then if you've got him sitting in sort of like a midfield three triangle, yeah. you've got him sitting just in front of Vieira and Fabino. Like if I was an attacking midfielder, like but would you not say just give up there? Because the two of them are going to beat the life clean. Would you not say Gilberto and Fabino to some other? For me, it would be Vieira, Henderson. And Fabinho. Oh, okay. So, I mean, we've both agreed on Vieira. Yeah. And we've both agreed on Fabinho. Yeah. So, it's out to Gilberto and Henderson. 
Um, I can see where you're coming from. For me, though, Gilberto was just a, a far more attack-minded player than what Henderson is. Henderson plays safe, and he's a good he's a good set of legs, and he runs the life out of himself. Well, he played safe because that's the position he's been playing, and he's let the other players. Now that he's come forward this season, yeah. he's actually shown he can score goals more assists. So I'm not having that. Danny. I tell you what, how, how about we do this? How about we, we safely go Vieira and Sabino, and then we put a post out yeah. on social media, put a poll, and, yeah, and get them to, to decide out to Henderson and Gilberto. Okay, yeah, that'd be interesting. Was that? Yeah, sounds good. Is that okay? So we'll we'll agree to disagree on that. Yeah, and up front. So I think are we just going to be honest and say like Henri gets in the team? Yeah, I mean you just you've got. That to was have... a doubt. Henri for me is one of the greatest Premier League players that has that has been. I was at a Liverpool Arsenal match um, good 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 few years ago now when it was the FA Cup and I think Arsenal beat us like five two. Um, Thierry Henry, I don't know when he got. I actually forget. But anyway, <laughs> Thierry Henry came off the pitch and Anfield clapped him. Yeah, he, for about five years he was. Like before Messi and Ronaldo, he was setting the standards, yeah, wasn't he? So yeah, Thierry Henry, easy decision. Yeah. So we've got to make two more of out of Mane, Firmino, Salah, Perez, and Lundberg. Oh, and Bergkamp. I'm. How did I forget Bergkamp? <laughs> um, oh no! How are we going to decide this? This is so hard. You just got to go with your gut. If you if you're going with your gut, what are you what are you saying? Straight down. My gut is saying Firmino and Mane. Okay. Okay. Um, but then Bergkamp. I mean, it's Dennis Bergkamp. Like, yeah. He's a, he's probably again. He's probably in the top three Premier League players of all time. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know, Danny. Uh, what's your with? My gut is telling me Henri on the left, Mane on the right, Bergkamp through the middle. Right. That's okay. what it's telling me. Interesting. As you said, it's it is so hard. Is that like yeah? You can look at, at Salah and uh, Perez. Can, even yeah, Perez. Perez. Again, was quality but I just for me you can't leave Bergkamp out of the team I know I don't think I mean and again but then you li- so we agree on Manny we agree on Omri yeah so it's basically out of Firmino and Bergkamp um, I suppose you've got to mention the likes of excuse me the likes of Lundbergs and Salas um, let's just say for the sheer fact of what you've just said that statement there you can't leave Dennis Bergkamp out of the, te- out of the team yeah and I'm trying to be a football fan here and not have my Liverpool goggles on yeah I'm going to agree with you and say Dennis Bergkamp. So if we're back to front, we've got Becker, yep. Arnold, Campbell, Van Dijk and Cole. Yep. In midfield, we've got Vieira. Yep. We've got um, Fabinho. Fabinho. And then it's a, it's a 50-50 <laughs> between Henderson and Gilberto. Yep. And up they were the two captains as well, weren't they? Uh, was Henderson's our captain, I think Gilberto. He, he was captain. He captain later on, didn't he? When he was crap. Yeah, they were crap. And he was the only one left. <laughs> Sorry, Arsenal fans. We shout out to Danny Thompson there. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Omri up front with Manny. Yeah. And then Bergkamp for the middle. Yeah. So we were going to poll um, on our Facebook who you would you know, have finishing this team off between Henderson and Gilberto. But yeah, it's a, it was a good discussion. Yeah. And our next discussion is all about if Liverpool win the league early, which we will, will it be disrespectful if we mix our team up in like the remaining fixtures? Okay, so thank you so much for listening to Ammo and Danny's. All right, folks, thank you for listening to Ammo and Danny's Irish Anfield Road. So, Danny, we're going to discuss now. If, also to say, when we win this league, will it be disrespectful to the 
the competition that is the Premier League, if we don't play our strongest team every single week after we win the league, this is an interesting one. So I think the easiest thing to say is what's your thoughts on first and foremost? I can see where people are coming from. I think we've got a few games left. Do you think when we win the league, like even if at the latest point we might win the league against Man City? We've, we've still got to play... You've got the likes of Villa and Brighton and stuff like that. But they're fighting for relegation. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing, is that you've got a lot of people... You, you're going to have the likes of Watford kicking off about that and, and different clubs that are in and around there. Not a chunk of doing any kicking off. They'll already impact the bags by then. Um, <laughs> but for, like, even towards the end of the season, we've got Arsenal and Chelsea that we've got to play. They're going to be top four battles. Yeah. So uh, us playing a weekend team potentially could manipulate that in a way, especially because, as you say, like we... The game where we might win the league is against City. We're going to play our strongest team against City. But then we're going to play a weakened team against Arsenal and Chelsea. But at the same time, for me, I think, so what? Like, it's none of their business. We put in an entire squad to be able to play that season. If we decide to play a weakened squad for the rest of the season, like that's our product to do that. We've got an FA Cup that we're still in. We've got a Champions League that we're still in. For me, you, when, we, when we win the league, if the other teams haven't been good enough to keep up with us then stuff them, who cares if, they, like, if they're going to play a weekend team or if they're going to end up losing points because of it or whatever. For us, I would rather we put in a full-strength team in the FA Cup and the Champions League and have a chance of winning oh, three trophies. Well, I... It's sad about you, Danny. I'm on both, I can see both sides, but me, me gut is telling me, no, we should play a strong team. And I love that we... I love that me and Danny have these discussions and these topics you know, before we... Um, broadcast a pod we don't actually discuss them beforehand so no. the, the live reaction of what we're saying comes out and I disagree completely I think we're fighting against history I think we're good enough to play the Suns team in every Premier League game and the FA Cup and the Champions League if you know, we get through against Atletico um, I think there's a debate to be had about maybe rotating yeah. certain players you know the likes of you, you know, in the midfield like, if you're from Milton is that a weakened team nah no. if you're from the region I mean it's a weekend team but he's still can, could, could other teams moan and say he's a reserve player no, no even Shakiri likes to Shakiri come back and stuff um, if he starts playing you know the kids I think that would be I don't think he'll do that because we are fighting against history yeah. we want to you know, we are literally playing against history we've won the league we are going to win the league it's be comfortable so I think we can put more of an emphasis on the FA Cup and the Champions League yeah because again, we're fighting history and that front as well. But yeah, I mean, if Arsenal or Chelsea are fighting for the Champions League and it come and you know, they they don't get it by a point, and it comes around that game where we played, you know, kids. Yeah, it's gonna make the headlines, isn't it? Yeah, I think it, it all depends on what your class as a weekend team. Because I don't think Klopp is gonna just start throwing in like I was gonna say Curtis Jones, but I think Curtis Jones won't get a run of games. Yeah. Um, for me, one of the big talking points has been what has defined our team from what it was to what it is now. And a big point that people are all saying is do we instantly, it's not a case of who comes in or whatever, it's a case of do we instantly become a weekend team if we remove Van Dijk out of it? If we start playing for the rest of but the season, so if we win the league and start playing Lovren and Gomez at the back, can you imagine? Is that, is that unfair? I, it is, but I don't think we'll do that because, as I say, we're fighting against history. And these goals will be 4 4. Yeah. You know, I know Manny and Salah aren't like, you know, in the top couple at the moment, but a couple of games, you know, then boys, they, they can get a couple of attacks and boom, they're right back in it. Especially in a, in a season where, as you said, if we beat City, we've got to play Villa, we've got to play Brighton, we've got to play teams like that that are down the bottom. That potentially, if you're playing with zero pressure on you, Salad money could be hitting goals in for fun. That's the thing as well. I mean, and I think 
okay, so how, how, how far do you make this argument go? Do you win the league, you know, with six, seven games to go, and then do you only play the, the players in the FA Cup and the Champions League? So they could, in theory, be playing once every two weeks. Mm. Is that good for like momentum when they used to play every three days? I don't know. Um, I think a bit of clever rotation from Klopp, you know, throwing Milner in the odd game, throwing Origi in the odd game, you know, taking, you know, say we've, we've completely won the game, bringing, you know, Firmino off a bit earlier. Yeah. Give Minamino a good run to get him used to the league. Games, you know, giving the likes of, you know, LaRucci at left back. Yeah. The game and Williams at right back. You know, bringing them on, bringing them in the odd game. Um, giving, you know, why not throw Adrian in? You know, maybe if we get to the Champions League final, I think a final game's going to rotate out on Adrian so they're both match sharp and ready in case, you know, yeah. any possible circumstance. Um, Pierce, but then you could argue Alisson could be fighting for Golden Glove as well. This is where it all... Yeah. There's still a lot to be played for even if we win the league up early um, and I think it'll go... It'll go down in history better because this is what we're fighting against history as I keep saying. It'll go down better in history if we play our strongest team in the games after we've won the league yeah. um, a bit of clever rotation is different to disrespecting the competition as in playing all the kids you know like more of a team have done in the past which I, which I can't see us doing not in, the, not in the Prem I think the FA Cup's a little bit different yeah. and I think the thing was the club but don't sacrifice that no do not sacrifice that don't be playing if we win the league and then we get to the FA Cup semi-finals don't be playing the kids in that yeah and I don't think you will and I think it will be a bit of a switch around yeah. instead of we've got fixture classes and we've got a Premier League game on the Sunday and we've got a, an FA Cup game on the Tuesday he's, yeah. he's, he's playing a weekend team in the Premier League because we've already won it yeah. as I said for me the reaction always is like if we've already won the league if people if, if other teams haven't been good enough to beat us and we have managed to wrap up the league with six or seven games left to go then it's, it's totally down to us if we want to give Van Dijk a rest for the game and we want to give Alisson a rest for the game if we want to swap our front three and put Minamino and Origi and Alex Oxley chain one up front like that's totally up to I us I think it's just more of giving players game time to be clever you know giving the likes of Curtis Jones a couple of making sure he gets on the pitch three or four games in a row giving the likes of you know Minamino a couple of starts in a row I think things like that that's not disrespecting, disrespecting the competition but it's being clever with the management and I think we both trust in the end don't we yeah I don't think that any one of us is going to doubt wherever he does um, what, I, what I will say and I say I can't repeat myself yet I think it will it will be discussed and it'll be all over the, it'll probably tarnish us in the league if we do that yeah. you know because you know, a lot of media out there a lot of football fans let's be honest whether you're listening or you're not let's be honest we know as Liverpool fans so many people hate us they hate the success. <laughs> but they do though, don't they? Oh yeah. <laughs> that's funny, that's a, I don't know what they're saying. They do though, don't they? Scouts will get that. Um, <laughs> but they do. They, they hate us and it'll just be another thing for them to jump on. Who cares because we're going to be Premier League champions. You know, this is the, what we're doing right now as Liverpool fans, we are having a lap of honour. Yeah. That's, and, and when we win the league, it'll be like an extended lap of honour. Um, and what can I say? Um, I don't think we will. I think we'll clock will be clever. I think because we're fighting against history, I think that we'll, there's a lot more than just this season to think about. Um, but so the Arsenal players will be fighting for the place in the squad next season. The likes of Origi. Yeah. Can he can he live off that Champions League goal and the Barcelona performance? The likes of Shakiri, can he actually be fit enough to be in this system mm. and be a player? The likes of Curtis Jones, is he is he just had three or four great appearances or is he the real deal? Yeah. You know, the likes of Matty and, you know, Gomez. Who is that second choice centre-back with Van Dijk? Because 
I don't think Gomez has sealed it down, and I don't think Matip has sealed it down. It seems to be a bit of both. Yeah. Uh, we're both not Lovren's fourth choice, so we won't go there. Yeah. We don't want to get Danny angry. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know really what more to say, except that I think we'll just be a bit clever with the rotation. What about you? Do you think? Yeah. I, think I think he's got to be clever with the rotation. I think it would be naive to, to still keep playing our strongest lineup and then play them in the Champions League and then play them in the FA Cup. Firstly, I don't think it's fair on. The lads who are in that squad, uh, who deserve a shot, the likes of Minamino, who deserves time to be able to get used to the league. Mm. Why not pull them in in competitive games where it necessarily doesn't have a big factor? Prove a test of cards and stuff. Yeah. You know. Also, is it is a fact? What happens, say, for Argentina if we don't progress in the Champions League or we don't get through in the FA Cup? Then they were playing Atletico Madrid, who won up on us. Yeah. And we're playing Chelsea away. Yeah. So say we say we get knocked out both of both of competitions or one. Would, what would you do then? See, because I think the thing is, for me, it all depends on, on your mindset, as you said. We don't know what Jürgen Klopp's thinking. For me, my priority would to be the, to win the Cups, win the Champions League, win the FA Cup, and going unbeaten for the season is, is a bonus. So, but this, if we lose the Cups, then you go for the unbeaten. So this is like what Roy Keane said. They kind of carry those arguing how good Liverpool are, and Roy Keane was like, well, it doesn't matter how you win the league, you still get a league. No medal at the end of the season. Yeah, yeah, medal still. So yeah, so yeah, that's the thing. So it's a, it's a good. It, I, I'm glad that we're having this debate. Um, I agree, but as I say, I just think if we get, I feel if we get two cups this season, you know, two big cups, um, I'll be buzzing with them. Yeah. Um, I know we've won the World Club Cup and we've won the you know, Super Cup, um, but I mean like either Premier League and the FA Cup or Premier League and the Champions League. Yeah. I think it'll be harder to win the Champions League. Um, but we are Liverpool with the best club in the world right now so why not go for the treble yeah. what, 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 if you include the two what do you call five trophies is it the Frog Bowl <laughs> <laughs> has anyone even ever won five trophies I don't even know that the Frog we'll call it the Frog <laughs> I don't even know right now he's going to make it up that's the title of this pod I know <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um, let's just keep doing let's just do what game clock let's go game by game yeah see what happens be good to see the likes of you know your Oxley Chambers get game time, Melamino's, Curtis Jones, definitely. Um, Lucy at left back, um, you know, Williams maybe getting the odd game. Um, yeah, but let's just see what happens, I think. I think let's just enjoy what's going on now, Danny. Yeah. Let's just enjoy it and the debates can be had maybe whenever the games get played and we'll see. But my prediction is he'll just He'll rotate cleverly. I don't think he'll rotate massively because yeah. I think Jurgen Klopp understands that these relegation battles on and these Champions League games yeah. going on. I think in, if we progress in the Champions League in between the games that we play, like in the quarterfinals, yeah. I think that'll be the time to rest them. If we're playing on a Sunday and then playing on a Tuesday, yeah. rest, rest a couple of players in that game. Same afterwards. Um, same with the FA Cup. Yeah. There's a lot of factors come into it, isn't it? Because you've got to think to yourself, I don't know whether it does come into it or what, especially as a manager, it probably doesn't come into it. But you've got to think to yourself, there's, there's people that have paid a lot of money to come to these games, people that pay a lot of money off the season tickets. Do they want to come and see a, a squad team? Like well, People are prepared to do it against, like in the FA Cup when we've done it, people are prepared to do it as a one off because they see why it's happening. If it starts happening in the Premier League week after week, I think there'll be a bit of trouble. I don't know. I think well, Liverpool fans will turn out if we were playing the Papua New Guinea, to be honest. Oh, yeah, I think they, I think they would because we're, we're committed, but I think, I think it would be unfair to all the fans. Both all come down to whether we win the frog people or what. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's been very interesting discussion out here today, Danny. Um, very good pod. Um, we've got one thing to do now, haven't we? We've got to announce the winner. Yes. Of our LFC shirt. 
Um, so we, how did we do this? Explain the format, Danny, because I don't quite So basically care. what we're doing is that everybody on our post liked it and commented on it and shared it. So everybody that had done that got put into a number generator. So we're assigned a number and the number was put into a number generator. Uh, I am now going to press the button, generate the numbers and see which number comes up. Here we go. So our winner is... Da, da, da. <laughs> Here's the number and our winner is... Marty Chappelle. Congratulations, Marty. Marty is a lad I used to play football with a little while back. Lives over here in Northern Ireland. Absolute hardcore Liverpool fan and actually runs a podcast himself. Oh, does he? Uh, about mental health. Yeah, so it's really interesting. Very good. Well, congratulations, Marty. And we'll be in such a year at some point, Marty, to be able to get that shared to you. Uh, and congratulations. Yeah, and just one final thing. Thank you for all the continued support that we've got so far and all the comments and the messages that we're getting. Really, really keeps us going, doesn't it, Danny? Yeah. We're really grateful for the feedback we're having. Um, if you want to you know, give us any suggestions or things to debate or discussions you know, with the new format that we're doing. So just to remind you, we're going to do um, two different pods. One reviewing the games that have been played and one the upcoming games. And every, you know, every pod, we're going to do a separate one where we're going to discuss two discussions or two debates that could be anything. It doesn't have to be Liverpool-related, it can be football-related. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just get in touch. But anyway, guys, thank you so, so much for listening to Ammo and Danny's Irish Anfield Road. Podcast Network.